the podcast about hip-hop, entertainment, dating, sex, relationships, and social issues from a sometimes ratchet, but mostly woke perspective. So listen and subscribe to That's What I'm Saying. We're on iTunes, Google Play, SoundCloud, iHeartRadio, Spotify, Pandora, pretty much wherever you listen to your podcast. Also, watch That's What I'm Saying weekdays on Island TV or on the Island TV app. Follow us on Instagram and Facebook at TwizPod. So I'm Sean. And I'm Shatara. Hey, Shatara, my sister. Hey. What are we calling this episode? Ooh, we are calling this one Birthday Dick. <laughs> Who's getting that birthday dick? <laughs> Surprise! <laughs> Jumping out the cake. Well, well, well. Uh, let's get to the ratchet, shall we? We so shall. Be- before we get to the birthday, D, um, I don't know if you saw, but Lisa Ray uh, really went off on the brat on air um, for this whole surprise birthday show that they have on Fox Souls Cocktails with the Queens. So it's Claudia Jordan, um, Selena Johnson, Vivica Fox, and um, they did like a surprise co-host with Lisa Ray and for her birthday and, you know, the brat was there and Lisa Ray just showed a whole nother side and she went off mm. on the brat. Basically like, listen, um, hey, how are you? It's been a minute since we spoke. Uh, why is why am I just now hearing about you basically like being out the closet, like living your truth and living your life and- Right, they they and, are yeah, they're sisters. and that's the part that I forgot. So I'm seeing how she's going off, and I'm like, what's this whole dynamic about? And I'm like, oh right, I forget they're sisters. Mm-hmm. So yeah, Lisa Ray was like on some like you know no fuck that no fuck that okay she wasn't trying to hear it okay it was she turned into like the wicked witch of the west <laughs> like well damn and the brat was like humming a humming a humming a like yeah i'm sorry you're right about that she's like yeah you know i haven't spoke to you and i got to hear about it from like you know social media and tabloids like mm. what's that about and i we've always talked about you living your truth that's the one thing she's like that's been our conversation for years like i'm happy you're living it but why i had to hear about it from you know and just for the fact that she utilized this you know happy birthday moment to be like hold up I got something to say. It's like, oh shit! Did you wow. see it? <laughs> yeah, I saw, I saw a little, like little bits and pieces of. It. I guess that's what it was. It was just a moment um, that Lisa Ray had with her sister, which probably shouldn't have been a part of the show. Mm. You know, like, hey, bitch, where you been? Kind of like that kind of thing. <laughs> well, we that was they're not even on speaking terms. So, like, I would have never known it had they not, you know, had it out on air. I, mm. I, I want to know y'all didn't speak, but boom, she let it go. married, right? Did she get married? Apparently, yeah. She's, I think she's getting married. Yeah. And she's yeah. basically out the closet and she's letting it be. I mean, as if nobody knew, you know what I mean? But whatever. So <laughs> that, that was a hard one. Yeah. Right. Don't, don't get me started. Like really. But I mean, she's been talking about how she was dealing with, um, uh, what's his name? Anderson, the basketball player. Yeah, and you don't, you don't mean Anderson. Who am I saying? What's his name? What's his name? Um, What's his name? Bubba Chuck. But what was his? What was no. his? Uh, yeah, basically Bubba Chuck. He's he's. Trust me, I remember. He's Somebody's listening, it. like saying yeah. the name. They're yelling it. Yeah. So, and then even in that moment, it was just like, really, she was dealing with a man, like, and she was saying how great he was to her and everything. And it's just Alan like Iverson. Alan Iverson. There you go. Ring a ding dong, ding dong, ding. That's what your memory did. <laughs> yeah. So even that little interview was like, huh? So, you know, she's been more vocal about, you know, her sexuality and I guess going both ways and stuff like that. So I was like, oh, okay. So Lisa Wright is pissed. She is pissed. Mm, okay. All right. All right. Well, well, in other news, mm-hmm. um, 
I, you know what? I call him Ike and Tina, although I, it's, that's probably the wrong thing to call him. But Cardi B and Offset are back together again. Oh, yeah. boy. She filed for divorce. That was like a couple of weeks ago. We were actually, we were, we were reporting on it. Remember that was part of the ratchet. Yep, and um, yeah, so basically she's back together with her husband. It was in Vegas mm-hmm. um, for her birthday. She is, she must be a Libra. She's got to be a Libra because ooh, they, they swing back and forth. So <laughs> she, so she ex- wanted to explain to us mm-hmm. um why she basically got back together with a husband uh, with a husband. So this this is a direct quote. She said, "I just be starting to miss him." <laughs> she said, "It's hard not to talk to your friend, your best friend, and it's really hard to have no dick." <laughs> she okay. said, okay. "I know I'm not bipolar cuz I took a test." <laughs> I got to love her for that. Oh my god. So she goes on to say, she said, I do like material things. What do y'all want me to do? They, he gave me a Rolls Royce and I snub him and I really want some dick for my birthday. <laughs> Drop mic. Wow. And don't get no, she's, listen, don't get no realer than that, right? <laughs> I, you know what? I feel her pain. Like, this is why, can you imagine, like, you go through some things with your significant other. You don't have to put it on blast. Everybody on media takeout ain't got to know. But, you know, they have a very, obviously a public well, relationship. So this is probably like one of a thousand times. Right. <laughs> right. Oh, that's what they're going to be. They're going to be back and forth with this. Yeah. yeah. I, they were together right. in Vegas for her birthday. That was like the big thing. Cardi has this big birthday and he shows up. So I'm like, I'm about sick of him popping up and showing up. You know, remember last time it was like um, during her concert and he popped up. On stage. Yeah. Yeah. Like it's just, oh man, it's just, you know, they're really using the stage to really, you know, show the world everything going like no sense of privacy. Like, fuck that. No sense of privacy. This is what they do it for. Okay, fine. Now, when she says she just had to get some birthday D and, you know, I guess that was the last person she was with. I'm not mad at her. Like, okay. As long as y'all on the same page. I understand. I get it. Yeah. Mm. Mm. That's all. Mm, it's a bullet old birthday day. She said, what y'all want me to do? Like he gives me a Rolls Royce as if she couldn't have bought her own Rolls Royce. Let's start there. So, I mean, he's, he's, um, he's, uh, what is he doing? He's romancing her with, you know, the material things. He knows she likes it. He knows how to get back at her. Obviously they yeah, have some amazing. That right? dick. You know how that go? Well, yeah. I'm like, hey, listen. All up in I, your face. All up in your face. He, <laughs> listen, party sound like she was in court. Like ladies and gentlemen of the jury, I just be starting to miss him. And it's hard. <laughs> <laughs> and it's hard. <laughs> I feel like I feel like Tasha from Power should be her lawyer. Like Cardi, Cardi. <laughs> now you said you was gonna leave his ass. <laughs> Does that even make sense? Because Proctor told me he saw you in Vegas. St. <laughs> Patrick is not here to defend you right now. Like. Cardi, that is not going to hold up in court, but just say, just plain as day. I wanted some D, you know, and that was it. I'm not even mad. Like, I didn't need to know that, though. But, you know, okay, girl, guess right. what? Because guess what? We can all relate where that's the one thing you want to give yourself for your birthday. You'd be like, you know what? I should, let's see. I got myself a nice little dinner. Don't be single. Don't be single because you'll figure that shit out. 
<laughs> ring a ding dong. Phones be ringing. Hey, so you know my birthday's coming up. You know, <laughs> bring you some flowers, man. Fuck your flowers, man. <laughs> Did you say something? I mean, fuck your. No, I mean, yeah, come on through. Don't bring me no damn flowers. We know what it is. We we set it up. We set it up. We start moving. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I don't know. Give or take like two weeks in advance. We start making that move. Like, mm, you know, because, yeah, you want to. You, and, and it has to be somebody who you know, like, this going to be a good birthday. You don't. Ain't no half stepping. Mm, mm, mm. <laughs> I totally know. understand. I get it. You know, yeah. I get it. So she know that he's a short shot. Like that was her, like her, her hundred percent go to. Mm-hmm. Like you know, like feet don't feel me now. Like she knew. <laughs> running through the hallway. <laughs> she knew. <laughs> Cardi gonna like offset whatever the hell that song is they got. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Yeah. <laughs> I like I like hot sauce on my chicken. <laughs> Listen, he must have some amazing D for her to be, you know, wan, 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 instead of the fact that she could have been like, yo, I'm on to something new. She like right back uh, at it. That was her husband. You know, there's, there's good. And then there's also familiar. So it could be, you know, he's a short shot. Might he's not be it. The short shot. Short shot. I can't listen. Nicest move has got to be the short shot. I'm at. Mm-hmm. I'm at. Go call Do me. You, you know, look, I'm, I'm always about getting back together. If, Are if you? As long as it's yeah, mm-hmm. you better stop. As long as it's not toxic. <laughs> Together forever. Okay. It, hey, it's but you know what? It's amazing how you know sex sometimes is the strongest glue. That's the part. Sex sometimes be the strongest glue. Like y'all hated each other last week, but you come on, you know that's why they're gonna be broken up in two weeks. Watch. When you when you get some of that um, overcome a dick, right? <laughs> she's gonna wake up. You know, she's gonna wipe the crust out of her eyes and be like, "What the fuck was I thinking?" <laughs> she's gonna, yeah. She she's gonna, and then back again, back and forth. That's all it is. So this is, hey, we gotta remember they're young. They're, they're a great adventure. They're wearing their matching shirts, you know, with the airbrush names on it. So we're gonna be probably seeing a lot of this for like the next. I don't say. I say three years. Mm. What'd you say? Um. What when they're gonna be back here again with this? Or yeah, yeah. That, that she's gonna be back to filing for divorce. Like it's gonna be. Uh, it's gonna probably be... next. You know, probably before the year's out. Or well, the year's almost out, so probably next year. You know, I hate placing eyes on that, but yeah. once you once you file the first time, even if y'all get back together, like you can, you kind of, you almost kind of used to it. Like either y'all gonna have the the best marriage or the best divorce but once you file once you got them papers in and she did mm-hmm. um you know it's, it's always there it, you you can always and it's the worst thing to do but you can always hang it over his head which i have a feeling she gonna do she might do well you know what i that's why love... she didn't, didn't um that's why she didn't dismiss it so it's still pending so it's just it's like a just in case you know it's Okay, so I will say this. I do love love stories where people have actually paid money, you know, into their divorce. And then whether it be years later or what, and they end up back together. That is like my favorite love story. Like, hmm. Hmm. Look at that. Like that means it was just so meant to be whether you had to spend time apart, whatever it is. I love a good divorce and, and makeup story. Like, I love it. <laughs> so my parents got back together. I'm like, you don't say. Yeah. We we got some family members. Us, we got some love stories we could tell. I love it. I love those love stories. We paid money to be apart, and lo and behold, you know, this Christmas somehow we saw the twinkle in each other's eye, 
And we said, let's make it to Valentine's Day. And we're back together. <laughs> like, what well, damn it? Mm-hmm. Got, a, got a tear in my eye. It's beautiful. Yeah. You just you just don't want to be the friend that listens to all the, the makeups and the breakups. Be like, girl. Oh, I don't, mm, you know what? Don't, the way, call, don't call me with all them stories. When you just said that, when you just said that, mm-hmm. I just slid off my couch. Like, like <laughs> you know what? You're right. You don't want to be that person having to hear the hemming and hawn. And next thing you know, you're like, who's that in the background? And she don't want to tell you. Hey, no. <laughs> you get a little something in the back. Who, who's that? What you whistling about? Who's that? Um, yeah, Teddy just came on by this morning because he had to get some mail. But I'm going to call you back. You'll be like, I'm call you back. <laughs> I've been on the phone with you for four hours every night for the past two months trying to help you shake this motherfucker. You know what I mean? Even try to hook you up with a dude from my job. And you mean to tell me Teddy's back? And you had, you had to give him some mail last night, but it's two in the morning? What? You know what? <laughs> you know what? This is a real bye, Felicia. Like, <laughs> lit. Shatara she, she hung the phone up on me so hard I haven't heard from her since. Like, mm, I gotta, I gotta God, take. No, no, I don't want to be that friend. Like, oh, oh my goodness. We know those. Oh, mm-hmm. oh, oh, oh. Can you come with me? I'll be the passenger. We Batman mm-hmm. and Robin all day. Right? Yep. Like, right. hold up. I got the back seat. Okay, girl. You know I gotta go to work tomorrow morning. Pass me my sunglasses. Come on. Let's go. <laughs> We can take my car because it's dark. Okay. You got tents? Okay, well, let's go. You know, I got, okay, I got my coffee. Okay, let's go. You don't know my car. You don't know my car. (laughs) There you go. I got my sister's car. (laughs) We got our schemes all day, you know, you, but then, oh, we, yeah, he's, he's here. He just, anyway, anyway. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Uh uh So moving on to the woke minute. No, okay. Mm -mm. (laughs) Mm -mm. Like I'm back to sliding off the couch. All right, all right. <sighs> all right, let me get to the woke minute. So let's let's get woke, shall we? Where are my glasses at? Let me clear up my yeah, eyes. All right. No. Off, off of the birthday D. All right, we back at it. Ew. So keeping it woke. We're here. Yes, yes, we're here. We're here. So with the uh presidential elections fast approaching, um, we all know that it's very important to vote. However, uh only twenty percent of NBA players voted in the last election, which we all know was four years ago. And 80% of those players didn't even vote in this last election. So when you really do the numbers, you have uh, 20 that did vote, and then you have 80% that didn't vote. Um, now, with the time uh, moving fast, a lot of them are not even registered to vote. So we have Chris Paul, we have LeBron James. Um, they're really trying to get these players registered to vote to make this difference because we all know that there was a boycott, right? So, you know, you're, bo- you're boycotting and Doc Rivers is like, you know, you have to be the change you want to see. So um, let's not be hypocrites out there. But on top of the fact that you're not even registered to vote and you had time to do it, like, uh, I don't know. What do you think about these numbers? Um, I mean, it's to me, it's indicative of a larger issue that we have. Um, you know, I think everybody kind of heard or at least. Saw if not heard about that whole, you know, the presidential debate debacle, the the mess um, that happened, you know, a couple of weeks ago, where you know, number forty five, he basically didn't want to condemn, you know, the good old boys or whatever they call the proud boys or whatever, the white nationalist groups in right. the presidential debate, mm-hmm. you know, and 
to me, that was really, it was a form of voter suppression. It was a way, you know, by using cold words and by saying the things that he said and, you know, kind of act stupid. And then he kind of, you know, wanted to walk his words back later. However, I think the message was, you know, to keep us from going to, from the polls, from, to keep us from voting, mm-hmm. um, you know, it's my hope that with all that has gone on, I mean, we got number 45 in office. However, however he did it, however he scammed his way in office, he's there. Mm-hmm. We've got um, police protests, the protests going on across the country. We've got coronavirus. None of us have ever lived through um, a pandemic like this before in, in our lives. Um, you know, the economic state, which, you know, by my own, you know, whether we want to say there's a there's this is a recession, there's a depression, but all of these things. Um, to me, would really remind us that we still live with this systemic racism. Um, but I'm hoping like there will be some sort of like, you know, like a renewed resolve to get out and vote. You know that this this right here, this this particular moment in history, this time um, that we're all living through. You know, you know the frustration, you know the frustration, the anger, the sadness, all of these things that we've experienced in 2020 mm-hmm. should, in my opinion, really motivate us, like be this call of action and motivate us to get out there and and vote, not just give away our votes and not just and rip, but also. I think we have more of a duty to understand the political process. It's amazing to me that you're talking about these NBA players who, you know, they have a certain lifestyle. They are, you know, uh, uh, you know, make millions and millions of dollars Mm -hmm. and they don't even participate in the political process. It makes no sense to me at all. And, you know, and I've had this debate with different people, you know, from some who just say, you know, they're not voting. They're not going to be a part of this or, um, you know, you don't understand how powerful your vote is. And I'm telling you, like you see all of these tactics from throwing away ballots to to, um, you know, uh, police officials showing up at the polls, like all these different things. They're using that to intimidate us so that we don't vote that should show us how powerful our vote is so you know our we need to vote for those candidates that's why we need to educate ourselves because you got to vote for those who reflect what we as black people need in this country so you know i'm 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 still kind of amazed at the audacity that some of us have when you know our forefathers and the people that you know blood sweat tears dogs um, lynchings, all kinds of, of things that have happened to our people mm-hmm. so that we can live this, this life that we're living so that we can be here right now. Like that was, that was not the vision of our, of our forefathers, you know, to say, you know, I don't, I don't get involved in the political process or I don't even know who these people are. And, you know, I don't even care and I don't vote. It, it just, it's, it is, it's amazing to me. And it's, and it's sad, you know, and I think that, you know, I'm just like we have somebody in office who his his demeanor, just by his very demeanor, by the words that he uses, by his call to action to people that are this not us that he's talking to. He is looking to make it really difficult and ugly and, you know, and very unpleasant and really discourage us so that we do withdraw from the process. Um, and I'm really big on like, do not let that happen, you know, Um 
do not be politically intimidated because that's exactly what this whole thing is meant to do, in my opinion. Right. You know what I mean? It, yeah. It, and it makes me really question for someone to have uh, such a podium, for someone to have so much money. And to be a black man in the United States, whereas you would say, our, you know, so many have died for us to be exactly where we're at. Why? Why? And why are the numbers so high? So it's almost as if, you know, you know, you're paid off to shut up, you know, because like you said, you're giving your vote away. So wh- why why have you made it to this level? And you've had, you know, more than enough time to actually, you know, be educated in this particular area. Why have you not voted? Why have you not been privy to, you know, the process? Why? That that and you know and and it's systemic. I feel like this just goes to show you know, uh, the money is is almost the money is almost like something to uh, derail you. The money, you know, yeah, it kind of something to you know blur blur you a little bit, kind of like Men in Black when they wave that thing in front of your face and then you know, huh? What? That's that's how that sounds. So hopefully we can get those numbers flipped where it's you know eighty ninety percent. You know, NBA players are, are registered to vote and they're at the polls. Um, or just not even just NBA players, just you know, black people in general. In general yeah, you're right. You're right. You know, my, my, I'm not voting. My vote doesn't count, and you know all this. Like, stop with that. It and and again, it's not the it's not like the end all be all, but it is it is a it is a privilege that we have. It's a right that our people fought for. So how dare us just throw it away so so easily? And you know, whether that's through intim- you know, being intimidated or believing the hype that, you know, your vote doesn't matter. And that's exactly I'm telling like I mean you just look at it. There have been so many tactics put in place mm-hmm. to prevent us from voting. Why would you think that it doesn't matter? Right. Why would anybody think that? Because, yeah, because our vote is powerful. It's just, yeah, you're right. Look at the effort they put into making sure we don't. Should let you know how important it is. No, I mean, we got a whole uh, uh, president, a whole president in office who won not 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 a, the above board way. Mm-mm. You know, and why why is that? You know, throwing away voter ballots and, and finding warehouses full of, of voter voter registration. I'm laughing, but it's sad. I why remember that. I remember that. They found a bunch of ballots and yeah. yeah. Oh, and warehouses that, and like storage facilities. Oh, that's terrible. That is terrible. That is terrible. Um, yeah, it it's terrible. So we gotta continue to um we gotta get out get out there please use use this this time right now to empower yourself to educate yourself mm-hmm. you know and just and just vote and just vote this is serious times this is serious times you know when you are in a position to boycott and get on one knee <laughs> for your brothers and sisters you know for the injustice that we're witnessing every day and we experience every day then you know you got to use your voice you got to use your voice you know, you're 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 a taxpaying citizen. You know, I don't care how much you're making. You are a taxpaying citizen. Yeah. And on top of it, sometimes I feel like you owe it to your ancestors. You know, not saying you gotta be a perfect person, but you know, all we owe it to our ancestors. All day. Yeah. All day. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, absolutely. All right. Yeah. All right. Well. Yeah. Well. Um hmm. I'm feeling like Cardi Cardi right now. <laughs> Cardi Is it the birthday? I just it's my birthday. Coming up, your birthday's coming up. It sure is. Yeah, the Scorpio season is 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 coming. Mm, That's the problem. All right, so but guess where we at? We at that weekend. You gotta go with no one. I used to be scared of the thing. Now 
the shit. Handle it like a real bitch. Have the hunter. Janet Jack. I like his hair. Get in the bed. I like his hair. I don't know. Like. It's cozy here. I like it here. <laughs> That's a back shot kind of deep. Ooh. Ooh. Ew. Well, you know what? Bring it. Bring it. All right. So getting, getting right into it. This is, you, you know, okay. So, hey, y'all out there. If you have a question for the Weekend D, you can hit us up on our website. It's www.twizpod.com. That's T-W-I-S-P-O-D.com. And you can always, uh, look, we obviously we keep everything anonymous. We don't drop your name and you can ask for a friend, however you want to do it. So this one we got from one of our listeners. Um, and she says, um, my husband and I have been together for five years and we're going strong, except for the fact that my best friend of even longer always tends to flirt with him. It started out by uh, her calling him cute and uh, uh, let's see, I can't really understand that. Then I would share sweet things he's done and now she does it to him personally. I don't know exactly what it is, but whatever that is. My husband knows it bothers me and notices it and feels uncomfortable about it too. I don't know how to approach my friend without ruining our friendship. It feels very competitive and out of line. What should I do? Mm. Fuck a bitch up. <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> you know, you just you boil your fist up real good. Now when she turns her head, bang on the top of her head. Um <laughs> Dude, have you have you ever seen Bam Bam on Flintstones? Look at Bam Bam on Flintstones. It's a perfect example. No, I whoo, that's a tough one because yeah. I feel like she's so concerned about ruining the friendship when that should be something that this other woman should be saying, like, I'm flirting with my best friend's man and I'm concerned I'm ruining the friendship. Like, why are you? I no problem with it. Right. He has no problem with it. So, you know, you have to check a bitch. But to me, um, and again, it depends on how how old these people are. But if you say this has been my husband for five years and we're going strong, then that's one thing that your best friend knows. Right now, I don't mind if you say, you know, your man looks good. I don't mind if you even tell him like, OK, you know, you know, we compliment each other. I'm OK. Even if he says, you know, hey, you look really nice and I'm OK with that. I'm secure. That's great. But it sounds like she's overstepping. And that's where, what did she say? Um, she's calling him cute. She flirts with him. And then she, then she continues to tell him about the sweet things that he does. And then she does it personally. So I'm guessing, I don't know, just to say, um, he buys me flowers. The next thing you know, she shows up at the house, like, you know, you deserved a flower today and does something stupid mm-hmm. like that, you know, hypothetically, mm-hmm. I don't know, you know? So I just, yeah, you have to check her on that and you have to like call her out and let her know. And, and, it, it shouldn't be your concern of ruining the friendship because that's one thing. Like when you get older, you no know, man is really going to come between us. We're already friends. Our foundation is solid. It's the man who, you know, I have to continue to build and grow on that. That's how I feel about my girlfriends. Like we already friends. Like that's what it is. My best friends, we're friends. We not having fallouts. Like this is what it is. We now that man, that's where I'm putting that arguing energy, the back and forth. I'm not doing that with my girlfriends, but if you mm-hmm. do shit where you give me reason where like, I'm not messing with you, then I'm pretty much done. I, you know, I already have sisters. So all that back and forth energy, I can do it with people who are in my life forever and ever, you know, any friends are chosen people. So that right there is to me, that's a, like a dead end friendship. Like she's kind of, I can't trust you. So what's that? I, I recall the, the advice that our grandmother, may she rest in peace. But years ago, I remember, mm-hmm. um, 
my man and my friend. And, you know, we were all laughing and giggling and having a good time at grandma's house. And I must have walked out of the room and left them alone. Mm-hmm. And when I tell you, your grandmother mm-hmm. yoked me up so fast, like, don't you ever leave your man in the room alone with your friend. And I couldn't understand that at the time. I was like, you know, she's my friend. Like, you know, I couldn't even, I didn't even get it, honestly. But now, as many of all my sage years, I now I understand. And it was, it was kind of like saying, don't ever put nothing past nobody. And if it was one thing that I've learned where I've, I was married for 11 years and been in relationships in and out. One thing I've learned is don't ever put anything past anybody, mm-hmm. honestly. And just even with this, like, you know, she's saying her man is uncomfortable. Oh, okay, whatever. Homegirl don't even look like she batting an eye. She's obviously overstepping many boundaries. And one thing you have to establish is your boundaries. And if somebody cannot respect that, then you know what? Just make your circle smaller. That's all. Yeah. Yeah. I, I can't, I, I can't surround myself with people that I got to watch my back all the time. Like that's something yeah. I, I got to be able to trust everybody around. If I walk away, whether it be with you, my sister, or, you know, my best friend and my man is there. I don't want to feel like, you know, Oh God, let me hurry up and get back from the bathroom. Cause I got to watch them. And I would hope that he feels the same way when his brother and his homeboys come over that, you know, he knows the woman that he has and he knows, you know, he has good judgment in the people he keeps around the circle as well. That's how I, that's just me. I'm not. Mm-mm. So I, I remember my grandmother saying that and she gave me the same advice too. Uh-uh, I don't let them sit on the couch side by side. You know, it's supposed to be right there. And I'm like, okay, like we're all friends. Mind you, I'm like in high school. Like, okay. You know, I, I'm not, okay if you say so, but you know, to be able to trust somebody is a relaxing feeling because obviously in this dynamic, she trusts one of these people and it sounds like it's her husband. That's how, you know, she trusts one. You know, I just feel like you should have people that you trust all around the board. You know, don't put nothing past nobody. Yeah, okay. But, you know, to live on edge like that, nah. So, you know, she sounds like her friend has pretty much given um, the card for her to cut her off. Like, thank you for that credit card. Let me swipe that. I just, I can't, we can't be cool. Because nine times out of 10, if the tables turn and you gave the scenario back to her and you say, hey, listen, we need to talk. You know, I know you're dating Jerry, right? So let's just say and give her her old scenarios back. Are you okay with that? And I bet you that's when a bitch wake up. She'd be like, that's fucked up. Like, yeah, well, that's what you've been doing. (laughs) Huh? Yeah. Throw it back. You know? So with that being said, you know, I don't really need you around Mm -mm, because I need to go pee and I can't be trying to hurry up and get back from the bathroom because I got to worry about what the hell you're doing. That, mm -mm. (laughs) mm-mm. Little like little, you keep the bathroom door open and try to keep conversation going. No, have a bad day. You're wide open, you know, spraying, spraying it up. I'll be out in a minute, 60 seconds to be exact. <laughs> Did you want cheese on your burger? <laughs> you know, no. It's too much. It's yeah. too much. Right. Yeah. So, uh, yes, yeah, I think, um, you know, approaching her, I don't even think, I think once, whoo, mm-hmm. I don't like, I don't like this. Like, I don't think she should have to approach her, just end the friendship. You're out of line, or or at least give it a bit. You're out of line. These are the things you've done. It's out of line, and um, keeping my distance. Yeah, 
Yeah, let her know. I, I'm I'm a firm believer in confronting problems and people head on. I'm talking like eye to eye contact. I'm not one to be CCing people and doing all that. I'm even in the corporate world. I'm very like, can we talk for a minute? You know, off the record, like that's where the respect comes in. This is just mm-hmm. for us. We're talking. Let me just let you know. And you know, talking from the heart, especially if this is your home girl. Like, you know, it's not like you're compromising your relationship with your man. Yeah. You know, I just hey, listen, I just want to let you know. So I'm going to be keeping my distance because I would never do that. You know, with your man, like you're out of line. And just, that's why I'm like, how can she not see it? Like, and again, I can understand a compliment a little, you know, I'm okay with, listen, I'm, I'm okay with that. But anything further than that, cause you're right. A, a bitch will, you know, try to be slick when you turn around. I've watched enough soap operas since I was seven. And <laughs> I've, got it right in all my I've seen, I've seen Victor Newman, you know, get, get it on. <laughs> soon as you leave that room i've seen it you know and yeah i've seen that i know but no no that's just no i'm not i'm not welcoming that in my home no thanks i'm good thank you though and and we're surrounded by women like we're all sisters so i've learned how to trust it's a standard trust it's a secret society oh yeah trust trust yes. with no t yeah. trust <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> anyway, so <laughs> moving on. Did, did we get some good advice though for real though? I think we did. Yeah. It was honest. I know that part. Okay. Yeah. I'm I'm not I'm not telling her like get a tattoo, say trust no bitch. I didn't say do what <laughs> <laughs> pull up your sleeve like you wanna see something. Mm. Yeah, I'm not saying do all that. But speak up, speak up, speak up on it while it's over. Many old bitches. <laughs> <laughs> don't, don't you know don't you don't gotta go that far mm-mm, mm-mm. just just check her because when the tables turn people don't like it when it's done to them always remember yeah. that one they don't like it when yeah. it's done to them so and be prepared to bop a bitch yeah you know yeah, yeah. check it check her check her out the door check her out the door mm-hmm. oh you looking fine gary like you see that's the bullshit i'll be talking about yeah. that's where you have to catch it right there the minute she don't let her like keep talking you gotta let her know like right away like, hey, you know, hey, if, if if I said that to your boy, Troy, are you OK with it? Just let me know, because we're supposed to see Troy in an hour. Let me know. She's going to be real fear. Uh, um, wait, I don't understand where you're coming from. That's when they all play stupid. I don't, I don't. Check it. Check it quick. And then maybe I'll go to the movies and, you know, keep moving. And she's like, I'm sorry. You know, I'm just a flirt. You always have that friend, too. That's just a flirt. Flirt with the world. Just a flirt. Yep. You know. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Check it. Anyway. Yeah. All right, moving on. Moving yeah. on to my jam. <laughs> yes, ma'am. It's my jam. Yay! It's yeah. my jam. It's my jam. So, okay, this one is by Naughty by Nature. OPT. Oh, I'm sorry. How can I explain it? I take it frame by frame it to have you all jump and shout and say in it. This is this is my jam. Um, the P is for P. It's the last P. Well, that's not that simple, huh? I, now this song was out in 1991. This was a lead single from their um, yeah. self-entitled album, but Naughty by Nature. They were like, "This is this our name, our album is Naughty by Nature." Um, mm-hmm. I, this, these dudes were spitting. They're from New Jersey, so let me just let you yeah. know right there. All right, they're Jersey boys, and um, when I say aging gracefully, Tretch is aging very gracefully. He keeps his body tight, and even when I you know he keeps his body tight, because I I I, I, I it with my own eyes. So like, hey, we jog, we jog on the same street, and you know, even though he he walked around the streets with a machete and his Carhartt sweater, 
it was it, he was sexy. He was sexy. He was sexy. And you know, the last P. Well, that's not that simple. It was like, oh, I need to know what the song was about. And when they broke it down, I remember and watching yeah. MTV. I didn't Black. know. I thought it was other people's property. Other real. people's property. Other people's. You know. And I was like, oh, it was so slick. And this is when, if you listen to the whole song, it wasn't a whole bunch of curse words. It wasn't champagne. I don't even think he used. He may. Have, I don't even think he used the word bitch. Not think about it. Like. Just hip hop was different then, and this turned out to be like. He never said pussy either. It was all, all other people's. The last he never- well, that's, yeah. It just just a very slick way, and just a good mm-hmm. like good good wordplay. And this is what to me hip hop was at this particular time. And you know, um, it, even if it was like hip hop hooray, you know, they just had some good party songs. And again, they repped Jersey, so you got to understand like the dynamic of you know hip hop started in the Bronx and in the park after, but Jersey represented. So when it came to nobody by nature, they were repping and OPP is forever a jam um i was I, I it was on the other day it came on and i was like i still turn it up like mm-hmm. smooth it out now yeah all the homies get open <laughs> it's something different <laughs> it's the longest Oh yeah. <laughs> Let me stop. <laughs> I was like, I didn't even know what he was talking about at first. I really had to listen to the song. Like, wait a minute. I remember. I remember. I remember you jamming to this, and I was a little too young to. I remember like, hey, what is it? You know, what is it? I like this song. I remember knowing the words, and you were like, I can't even tell you. I was like, what is this? What's this OPP? She was looking like, Mm-mm, don't even. I, I need to know. I need to know. I need to know. <laughs> What is this OPP about? Somebody tell me. Yeah, you know me. He said, now shorty, here comes a kiss. Lo will kiss back to me. Remember that? (laughs) (laughs) Then he talks about sleeping with another man's wife. And then, (laughs) good times. Good times, yeah, OPP. Yeah, you know me. And then what are you really saying when you say, yeah, you know me? You see? See now? See now? See now? See now? See now I got old. You see now I got old. I got old. That'll learn you. Oh, right? The whole world was down with it. Mm-mm-mm-mm. The other good one, though. Not the good one. Yeah. Yeah, I used to see them often in the New York, New Jersey area, especially at the skating rink. The rink in Bergenfield. What's that? Um, the rink. The rink. Yeah. Bergenfield. All, all the time. Oh, man. They were skaters. They were skaters. Oh, the rink. Because, yeah, I think in, like, Newark, there was also a skating rink out there that was real mm-hmm. popular. So... Yeah, oh man, that was, yeah, they were always out. They were, man. Yeah, and then it was Kate Key. Oh, don't get us started. Okay, bye. Yeah, we, we just sound like like old party heads. Think about this in a documentary on us, wait. Back in the day. <laughs> You're tired. Are, you tired? Are, we, are we talking from our bed? Like, remember that? Well, <laughs> do you know I have on heels? I'm like, coming to get you, bitch. Get up. <laughs> I'm blending right on in there. Mm hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm like, how, how old you think he is? 22? I don't know. <laughs> we still up in the club. <laughs> Good time. Good time. What, what do you think they're going to play OPP? <laughs> and we get kicked out of the club. <laughs> uh, just like the freshman of Bel Air, DJ Jeff was pushed out. That's how we're going to get kicked out of the club because they're going to yeah. overhear us talking about when they're going to play OPP. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, don't oh. kick us out. Don't kick us out. Don't kick us out. <laughs> we just want to hear naughty by nature. 
Oh, man. Oh, my goodness. You remember that time we went to that, oh, that club and it and it turned into, um, mm. I think it was the fever in the Bronx. And it turned into, a, um, it was like a locked door and everybody got naked. Oh, that mm. was crazy. I never was there, but. You keep saying you wasn't there, but I remember you being there. But I, okay. Listen, I would have remembered if everybody took their clothes off. That would have been and a classic story. I would have never forgot it. You, I, you were there. You were there. Mm-mm. Was I blindfolded? Okay. No. <laughs> but some of the people was there, they was. <laughs> that would have been, mm-mm. that would have been, that would have been, that goes down in history. Mm-mm. It nope. did go down in history. I, I would have remembered. I mean, just like remember the homeless dude who pulled out his Johnson yeah. on us? Unforgettable <laughs> moments. Like, unforgettable moments. That whole, they would have got naked. I've ever seen in my life. Oh, <laughs> classic. See, I got hands down. Classic memories. That right there, everybody got naked. I mean, a lot of homeless dick was the biggest dick You remember life. that? I was... He was yeah. waiting for everybody to walk down the street and pull down his trench coat. Ha! We were like, ah! And this one over here walked back like, okay. I was like, Hold up. I think I might have had like a Polaroid camera. You did. You did. You pulled out your old school phone. It was like a, you didn't have a Blackberry. What was the phone? I didn't even, it wasn't a phone. It was like a Polaroid, like an instant camera. It was something and he was there for it because we kept hearing girls scream as they kept walking down the block because we were heading to, I think it was going like 4040 or Cheetah Club that night. And we just, was the Ivy? Either way, we just kept hearing, ah, ah, and it was all groups of girls like screaming. And when it was finally our turn, our dumbasses, we want to see. He was flashing them and he was greased up. Oh my God. Mm -mm -mm. Okay. All right. This was supposed to be the. Well, shit. See? Unforgettable moments. Damn minute. You down with OPP? Yeah, you know me. Okay. All right, y'all. We are now at the Support Black Businesses segment of the show, where we believe in growing our economy and strengthening our communities by supporting products and services made FUBU for us. So this week, I want to highlight... The Black-owned bank, Greenwood, it was created by Bounce TV's founder, Ryan Glover, and rapper activist we just talked about last week, Killer Mike, Mm -hmm. Mike Render, Um, and uh, also under the leadership of former Atlanta mayor, Andrew Young. So they basically unveiled the platform for Greenwood. It is like an online or um, like, you know, you have like the online banks. Mm Mm-hmm. Basically. So, yeah, it started to raise more than $3 million in seed money. So right now, if you go to bankgreenwood.com, you can sign up to be on a waiting list. But I understand, like, they've gotten, like, this is going to be major. I mean, for all of us who, especially entrepreneurs, and we have our PayPal accounts, you have your time account, you got your little, um, you know, your online banking accounts. Mm-hmm. Where, you know, they, they can't. You can't track yeah all your Zells and all your Cash App cards. This right here, you you need to be down with. So, um, BankGreenwood.com. They are like I said, there's a waiting list to sign up, but definitely get on, get on board. This right. this is definitely something Fubu for us by us. I'm down. This all is right. Cool. Yay! 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 I love it. I love it. Well, y'all, <clears throat> we've come to the end. We get here so fast. But guess what? We'll be back next week.
Right. Please like, share, and subscribe to That's What I'm Saying, the podcast. Listen to us on iTunes, Google Play, SoundCloud, iHeartRadio, Spotify, Pandora, pretty much wherever you listen to your podcast. Also, y'all, watch us weekdays on Island TV or on the Island TV app. And Shatara, what else we got to let them know? Yes, please follow us on social media on Facebook and Twitter. On Instagram, we are at TwistPod. That's T-I, I'm sorry, T-W-I-S-P-O-D. No T, just Twist. Also, check out our website at www.twistpod.com for my upcoming comedy shows, as well as our podcasts and TV events. Once again, thank you all for listening. As always, sharing and subscribing. Till next time, stay healthy, stay well. We love you all. Peace. Peace.